Hi, this is Benjamin Ray, host of Sustainability Live, the daily podcast. If you're into sustainable business, health and wellness, leadership, and reducing packaging waste, this show is for you. On Sustainability Live, I interview interesting people who are doing interesting things while making a conscious effort and a life balance that utilizes sustainable practices. Sustainability Live is sponsored by LinkedIn for Leaders, the courses teaching high-performance executives, entrepreneurs, how to leverage LinkedIn to influence others on things that matter. Now let's get started with today's show. It's uh, Benjamin Ray here with another edition of Sustainability Live. It is the last day of the year. So I wanted to go through a few things when you're shopping or going online. There, there's a, you know, a lot of people have talked about what should I look for? So in the past, it was kind of like, you know, you look at calories or you look at ingredients or things that you can pronounce, you know, when you went to the store, you did some price checking, but it's a lot different now. So I, uh, I have a list here that I'll go through in a minute, but this is primarily focused on packaging waste. And that's how this show got started was by, um, you know, talking about packaging waste. And in the U.S. alone, we generate almost 80 million tons of packaging waste each year. And half of that is on single-use packaging for food items. So since the 50s, we, we purchase and toss packaging without any thought. Now, why? It's plastic is cheap and it's lightweight and it's durable. And we've been using it without a second thought, although things are starting to change. But still, 40% of the world's plastic is used in packaging. That's 40%. And the thing about plastic is it can stay around an indefinite period of time. And we're talking a thousand years. You know, so a lot of times people are like, well, maybe 25 years, maybe 50 years. No, not 100, not 500, but into a thousand years, plastic can just be around. So think about that. Every time that you toss something, a single use plastic, it could just be in a landfill for the next 1000 years. Okay. So we desperately need a makeover with packaging. We need disruption. We need bold action. And more and more consumers are demanding this. You know, we're seeing it. There's a lot of pressure being up, being built up here for sustainable choices. And, you know, if you haven't seen any of the hashtags like, you know, plastic free or zero waste in 2021, they're going to be a lot more and it's about time. So what I wanted to do was talk about a eco-friendly checklist here. So when you're going into the store or you're buying online, you know, don't just look for the ingredients and don't, you know, don't just go by the labels if they're fancy or cool or if they say, even if they say natural or eco, you actually have to look into the labels, but you have to look into the companies and what are behind those companies. And that's one thing that I've learned in these conversations over the past couple months here is that it's the supply chain. It's all the way through. So it isn't just what do you do with your package, like, you know, <clears throat> throw it into a dumpster or the recycling bin. It's like, where did this come from? How was it made? Did it come on a boat? Was it packed in other packages? And then what happens to it? Is it going to get segregated into different parts of that plastic container, say plastic and glass? They need to be separated. They need to be cleaned. 
Uh, many jurisdictions, municipalities don't have the capabilities to recycle anyway. So it is up to you as a consumer, at least at this point, to go through this list and know what you're buying. Just like know what food you're putting into your body, know what you're buying. All right. So are the materials naturally sourced? And that could be a container or that could be the product inside. So think about that. Um, are the materials that the containers biodegradable? So biodegradable, I'm not saying recyclable, I'm saying biodegradable. Um, and if they are recyclable, how much energy is required to recycle them? Now, this is kind of a tough one because we don't know what happens after that, but I suggest that you start to learn. So if you're concerned about sustainability in packaging and sustainability in cannabis packaging, which we're gonna talk about even more so coming up this next month, I really suggest that you research the companies and understand where you're living and how the recycled items are then you know, recycled, if they are even, and how much energy it is. See, a lot of this is just self-education. The information's hard to find. Um, so are the, the materials of the package single use? Or can you use them for something else? Can you keep them around? Are they beautiful enough to keep, to put change in, to put keys in, to whatever it is, instead of just throwing it away? And that's something we've done here at, at Tread Global is we've worked on creating beautiful packages that can be reused. So do the materials contain any added chemicals that could uh, pose health risks? So for example, let's say there's a container and you have a cap on it and that cap on the inside may have some sort of material that is not going to be good for the product. Let's say if the product's turned upside down or if it's a balm or something or a food product and it touches that, is that going to harm? So just the fact that the container may have needed something to close properly, is that going to hurt your product? Now, granted, you're not going to find that by looking at a label, but you will find that maybe if you look on the websites and do your education. Um, this is a big one coming up too, is the company or, or the companies that are supplying what you're buying, are those are they involved in any sort of sustainability movement or corporate social responsibility plan? at all. So that goes from the companies that uh, are making the, the raw materials to the transportation companies, to the companies that are producing the food or the product, to the companies that are producing the container, and then what happens after that. So all along the supply chain, and that's one, one conversation that I was having here with, with uh, Cannabis Manufacturers Guild was, it's all along the supply chain. It's not just well, is this package sustainable or is this product eco or is this product organic? It's all along the supply chain. And then we're gonna see more and more companies that are talking about the benefits of what they're doing. And, and I would challenge any CEO going into the next year that if you're not talking about corporate social responsibility in terms of sustainability and what you're doing to actually make a difference, I would say you're missing out on a big part of your of your, I guess, brand and a lot of consumers, uh, you're going to miss out on that opportunity to talk about what you are doing. And I'm not just saying, you know, oh, we're sustainable, like the greenwashing. I'm talking about saying exactly what you're doing. It doesn't have to be 100%, but it does have to be a little bit. And you should talk about that transparently. And if you do, 
as a, as a CEO or as a brand marketer, you're going to get a much better reception from your consumer in terms of buying the product. It's just how it's going to continue to be over the next, well, hopefully forever here. So does that company make an effort to educate consumers on the value of eco-friendly packaging and uh, practices that they're doing? There are a lot of companies that are doing it, but they're not talking about it enough. And that actually really needs to happen is they need to say, okay, here's what we're doing, but then be kind of the leading voice in educating consumers on these things. So we don't have to just Google things that may be full of misinformation. We actually are saying, okay, here is what this company do, is doing. They're teaching me and I value that knowledge. So I'm gonna research their company more and I most likely would, would buy more products from that company or their brand if they're educating me on the merits of sustainability. So also now over the past you know, two months, we've had a lot of conversations, not just in here, but through um, you know, a lot of posts that I've done where there's great conversation on sustainability, uh, primarily sustainability in cannabis. You know, it's such a young industry and there's an amazing opportunity here to do what's right in terms of sustainability. But sustainability, sustainability, that word is confusing and it means many things to many people. As you've seen on this show, I've had a lot of people on here talking about sustainability and that could be sustainable business, could be sustainable relationships, it could be sustainable you know, products, packaging. But this, this next month and where we're going with this show is we're really gonna go into sustainability and cannabis because it is such a new industry and there's a huge opportunity for cannabis companies to uh, take on the charge of leading with sustainability from packaging to product to waste to everything all the way down the supply chain. So look forward to that. So the definition of sustainability then gets very confusing and it gets very complicated as it does mean many things to many people, specifically when you're talking about, let's just say, what is a sustainable product or a company? So is that carbon emissions? Is it footprint? Is it the products that you're actually using? Is it the energy it takes to create that product in the first place? For example, a glass jar and a plastic jar, you can recycle them, but the glass jar, even though it's readily recyclable forever, takes a lot of energy, it costs a lot of money to heat the glass to create new packages uh, made out of glass. So that's uh, really tough in terms of the de definition of sustainability. But here are some some guidelines for you to think about sustainability at all. I've got a, a comment here uh, from Nisha, which I'm gonna pull up here. Uh, regenerative, yeah, that, that's a great, that is a great point here. That, that's one thing we can do. Um, so I'm gonna go through this list and, and any of you that wanna comment here, I'm happy to, to bring those on here. Um, is it price and uh, is the price and performance competitive? And we've gone through a lot of that in this show is that sustainability, a lot of people think that it costs more. It doesn't have to, but right now it pretty much does. When you're talking about packaging, it does cost more. And about earlier when I talked about uh, is sustainability something that needs to be disruptive? Yes, packaging needs to be disruptive. Yes, to me, disruption means way less expensive. So when we talk about price competitive, um, 
it really, really needs to be less expensive for the mainstream to actually buy sustainable packaging or even buy into sustainability. There, there's a small number of people really in the world who care about sustainability. And when the masses care about it without thinking about it, that's where we win in sustainability. But if all of the time and education and money is gonna go into educating the mainstream on why sustainability is better, Oh, and by the way, it costs more, people aren't gonna do it. They're not gonna spend more than 10% on a sustainable product. Um, maybe not even the same, but if it's way less, everybody wins. Uh, secondly, renewable energy. Um, how much is used to produce it? And that, that doesn't mean to melt the glass, but to ship, to source and recycle. So that's the conversation we had about the whole supply chain and the whole life cycle of a product, whether it's food or what the food comes in. It's really important to understand that. But if it is, if your product is those things, like it is the renewable energy, the, the energy, it costs not that much to um, create the package or, or to redo, recreate the package. Um, the sourcing is manageable, recycle and the shipping, especially the shipping costs are manageable, then that could be seen as sustainable. Uh, the third one here is, does the company use clean manufacturing and best practices? And I think that's important as well is you gotta look on the websites of these companies. They're probably not gonna say it on the, the package themselves. Some of them do, but you really need to go to the website, research the company, look, look up what they're doing and really are they using uh, best manufacturing, uh, good, you know, GMP, good manufacturing practices, are they, registered, are they FDA approved? You know, whatever they are, the company should be talking about those. Is it organic? Do they have organic certification? Whatever that is, research it. And as I said before, the companies that are transparent in what they are doing, it's a good thing. Even if it's not 100%, it's a good thing what they're doing. Uh, the other one here are if the materials are healthy throughout the life cycle. So there could be some parts of the life cycle that are not healthy or good for the environment. And you should know that as well. I mean, again, this comes back to doing your research, educating yourself on the products that you buy. Um, this is another one here for packaging specifically, is the design energy efficient and used uh, with optimal material. And so what I would talk about is energy efficient is how it was created. So if you think about a package like we do here at Tread Global, you know, a lot goes into the molds. And so we try to be really efficient in that mold making, use as few materials as we can and few pieces together that would go into the package. So when I talk about optimal material, it's not just paper versus glass or tin or aluminum, whatever that is, it's how the pieces are actually put together as well. And this last one here uh, follows a closed loop design. So it's either reusable, compostable, biodegradable or fully recyclable. And the thing about recyclability is, is plastic can only be recycled seven times before or so before it can't be recycled anymore. So even though recycling plastic is a great thing and we all need to do it, it doesn't last forever. So, you know, when you have materials that can be reused forever, it's, you know, it's really a trade-off from how you want the performance of a package to act, let's say it's glass, and then how much it costs to make that versus paper. You know, paper biodegrades, 
especially if you have um, you know, water-based ink and water-based glue, that's going to be a great alternative for that. So that's a checklist for things. Uh, a lot of it involves education, education of um, you know, packaging, the materials, the products, the labels, the companies, what the companies are doing, corporate social responsibility. And we are going to see a lot more of that coming into 2021. So what will we see more of in 2021? Tomorrow, I've got my predictions for what we will see. So check in this time tomorrow at 10 a.m. Mountain Time for my predictions for 2021 and what we'll see in terms of sustainability.